A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this World Game Changes podcast episode again. Today I'm joined by a returning guest and we're going to be focusing on Africa Collins Moradi. Collins, very warm welcome to you. Thank you so much, Paul. Uh, good morning. My name is Collins Moradi, uh, founder and executive director of uh, Center for Adolescent and Young Changemakers uh, in Kenya, Africa. What do we do? We empower young people to become leaders who will become agents of positive change in the community. I'm glad to be here, Paul. Thank you. What a great intro. Thank you, Collins. Listeners, what we thought we'd talk about today, Collins and I, was inspiring stories from Africa. Because, you know, I certainly from the many conversations I've been privileged to share with Collins, I can say that uh, he has got some very inspiring stories to tell. So I suppose my first question to you, Collins, is this. You know, are we focusing on Africa generally or are we focusing on Kenya or are we focusing on both? Uh, I think uh, I will really be interested to talk about Africa because I've been privileged to uh, interact with different people who are doing amazing impact in the community through uh, Africa. So, and basically it is one thing, Paul, you see what we do uh, in community empowerment and uh, impact, it is one thing. So I would love to talk about Africa and especially also about Kenya. So it is general, it is not like specifically in, in, in Kenya or um, it's all Africa, yeah. Mm, okay, so the floor is your then, yours then, Collins. Where do we start? Where do you want to start in Africa? So let me talk about Kenya because again, I'm in Kenya and uh, I think one of the things that really encourages me and inspires me every day is when I meet people who are doing good in the community, when I meet people who are trying their best to leave a legacy whereby others will be able to smile. So that is my journey. And as I start with myself, I always say, Paul, I'm addicted to positive impact. You know, I love when people are happy. I love when people are able to get resources that will benefit them. I love when people succeed in life. And I want to uh, put myself in a crowd that really thinks the same. And that is why uh, I've been able to really learn about uh, how do I, as a person, as Collins, uh, inspire and put impact in other people's life, you know. And also I've been able to get opportunity to mingle and also interact with other people who are really doing amazing, amazing impact in the community. There's one lady from Kisumu in, in, in Kenya, uh, southern part of, of Kenya. She's called Grace. She's an amazing lady who is doing peace, uh, peace programs. She brings young girls together and train them on 
on the importance of maintaining peace. Like, what do you understand by the word peace, but maintaining peace? That girl really inspires me because she's just 23 years old. She has an organization. She's training other young girls uh, with the aim of making them to become peace ambassadors. And this is what really inspires me, Paul. When I look at such kind of people, I'm able to see that this is the right place that I'm supposed to be. So inspiring stories really, really, Paul, excites me and makes me to really think, how do I do more? Yeah, Paul, thank you. Mm, interesting. Whenever I hear that word peace, you, you, I'm massively, massively focused in on that. Just remind me again uh, where Grace is from in Africa, please. Grace is from a place called uh, Kisumu in Kenya. It is a uh, southern part of Kenya. It is Kisumu, Kisumu. In Kenya. I think we need to talk to this lady, Collins. I think we need to definitely do a podcast with her about peace. Because at the end of the day, listeners, what better in life is there than peace? You know, peace and love go hand in hand. Wow, I, I really can't think of anything, anything more deeply, deeply powerful Okay, so Grace is one lady that's doing amazing change around peace. Any other sh any other stories of people that are inspiring you, Collins? Yeah, yeah, we have quite a number of. Uh, there's a lady called a uh, 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 Leila. Leila Abdi. She's a Muslim. She's uh, stays in the coastal part of Kenya. She's really engaged in uh, building women in leadership. You know, she's a young leader. She's really focusing on building her marginalized community. You know, like in Kenya, when you talk about Muslim ladies, they get a lot of uh, oppositions. They are still in the in the in the past. You know, that they, they they cannot be able to talk where men are. You know, they cannot be able to go to the mosque. You know, like the way we go to the church and mingle with other women, they cannot hold some certain some certain position so Leila has become a force of change and actually she's having a lot of a lot of opposition from her community but she said no I won't listen to this I will stand for my community and especially the girls and women and I will talk about equality and equity and Paul she's really doing amazing I would really also love to bring her just to share her story because when I look at Leila, I see her as, as a lady who has really, really, uh, who has really get courage to do what she's doing because at only around 25, 26, Paul, and you are already talking to uh, older people, trying to explain to them that these are past issues. We, we don't have to focus on, on some of the taboos and tribes that are bringing our women behind. So Leila, she's very good. She's in the southern part of Kenya, in the coastal part of Kenya, in a place called Kilifi, a rural town. And uh, she's a change maker. She's a world game changer because every day I follow her, I see her interacting with community, bringing girls together, going to uh, their houses, talking to them about self-esteem, leadership, you know, taking roles as women to be able to solve problems, supporting one another. So I believe such kind of people are who Paul inspires me every day. And uh, 
there's also another guy, another guy called uh, uh, Evans Odipo. Evans Odipo is passionate about volunteerism, Paul. He drives me crazy when he talks about volunteerism because Odipo Evans will talk about volunteerism from morning to evening, you know? And she he tells me that one of the things that really uh, brought him to the limelight and offered him opportunity is volunteerism, you know, something that people don't understand, Paul. And actually, I've just been thinking about volunteerism, the conversation we had with him. And he said one thing, volunteerism is the bridge to opportunities. What people don't know, people think volunteerism is a waste of time, you know, but volunteerism brings uh, us opportunities, it helps us to really serve our purpose in life. So Evans is our, a passionate volunteer who is also building uh, young people on uh, entrepreneurship and uh, leadership. So and under leadership and entrepreneurship, the model that he's using is volunteerism. He is in Nairobi, Kenya, uh, it's capital city. And I think when I talk about uh, Kenya, Paul, I cannot meet, I have a lot of stories that people are doing, inspiring me every day. And I know as time goes, as we have more podcasts, Paul, we will be talking about them. We will be inviting them to talk about their stories just to inspire other people uh, in, the, in, the, in the globe. Thank you, Paul. Mm, wow. So something we spoke about previously, Collins, on, on podcast episode is around the 10, 10 legs of World Game Changers, the life-enhancing goals. And every time I, I listen to you kind of tell a different story about a different person, no matter where they are and the amazing work they're doing, you know, my mind's automatically sort of dancing up and down the 10 legs. And it's, oh, I can see where they are there. They're on the, you know, the uh, awareness raising and purposeful communication or they're on um, self-empowering sea opportunities or ethical business. You know, it's just this whole rich mix, isn't it? Um, I mean, do you find that the people that your practitioners, well, not your practitioners, but practitioners in Africa, that they're guided strongly by the 17 SDGs of the United Nations. Does that have an influence? Is that like a framework that Africa subscribes to? Yeah, yeah. We actually, Paul, we we are partners, uh, like Kenya and Africa also, we are partners with the UN uh, uh, organization. And uh, one of the pillars that we follow as African also is SDGs, like, for example, we follow the SDG about health and well-being, and uh, there is different parts of uh, sustainable development goals. So we really focus on that. And actually, right now, it is the main the main focus that, as an organization, as a person, do you really follow the SDGs? Because this is something that really uh, um, guide us to be able to also um, just. Uh, contribute to more impact to our community. So we definitely follow the SDGs, Paul. Yeah. Is there anyone in particular more than the others? I mean, you've 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 outlined the the health one. Is that the primary one, or do you kind of embrace one or two of them? Uh, personally, as as or just uh, just general in uh, in in Kenya in in Africa. 
Well, both really, because I'm trying to get a feel for how how Africans approach, you know, doing good in the communities. Yeah, now we have different thematic areas depending with uh, with, with, with organizations, with uh, companies, with different things that are doing. So, for example, like as, as I told you earlier, we focus on um, our health and well-being. We we have other people who are focusing on economic uh, empowerment. We have other people who are focusing on issues uh, maybe to do with uh, leadership. So we, we have different, Paul, and it is, it, is, it is diverse. It is not that only we focus on this other one. We have climate change, you know, Paul, like we have different organizations doing different SDGs. So, and you will find that, for example, like if I use our example, you will find that this thing interlinked. Like, for example, when we do health, for example, as as us, you know, we also link interlinked with climate change. You know, like right now we are doing health, educating young girls about menstruation, uh, uh, hygiene, education. So when we talk about climate health, we help these girls to uh, apply safe disposal to these sanitary pads. So that is interlinking. You know, like we we interlink through the uh, the, the the SDGs, and I see that happening all over Africa, you know, like a, an organization, a company does a certain uh, SDG, like let's say uh, a health is the primary focus for them, but you find them interlinking with different uh, goals, you know, different goals uh, from, from the SDG. So I believe, and I know it is just diverse, Paul, depending with the thematic area of which one is doing, yes. Mm. Yeah. What's your views, Collins, around the importance of relationships? Paul, the importance of relationship and the word relationship is very powerful because I love stories and uh, everybody knows I love stories. So relationship is what has really made me who I am because uh, there are different forms of relationships. And I love to talk about healthy relationships, you know. Healthy, I've been able to see healthy relationship and unhealthy relationship between uh, people. And I can tell you, Paul, when you apply and understand the art of healthy relationship, it really helps you to build you as a person and it brings the community to be healthy. Because when we have healthy relationship, we build healthy communities, you know? But when we have unhealthy relationship, we build unhealthy community. I would not want to be in the unhealthy community. I would love to be in the healthy community. That is why I focus on building healthy relationship, no matter what is happening in the world, no matter what is happening in Africa, I will focus in empowering people on the right concept of healthy relationship, because I know the benefits of healthy relationship and what healthy relationship can do Healthy relationship brings people harmony. It brings peace, what we talked about earlier, you know. Unhealthy relationship brings crisis and it leads to people having problems and issues. So one thing I always believe about when you talk about relationship is healthy relationship. And that is what we focus on as, as Kenyans, as Africans, as in our organization. We focus on the art of maintaining and practicing healthy relationships. So for me, healthy relationship is the way to go every day, anytime, Paul. Yeah. Mm. 
And I suppose the most, well, I don't suppose, it's, it's absolutely the fact that the most healthiest relationship we need is the one with ourselves, isn't it? Because we tend to look as human beings, isn't it true, that we tend to look outside for solutions to other people because we're not really comfortable in our own skin. You know, we, we maybe not have that self-respect, self-esteem, self-awareness, self-forgiveness, that self-love, all those selves that we kind of know it's easy just to rely on somebody else. No. You know, when I get a newer relationship, I'll be so much better. No, get a new relationship with yourself first. Then mm -hmm. you'll be better and then you will attract the right people. But we uh, I think as humans, like I say, Collins, we tend to do it the other way around. Look, yeah. look outside of ourselves. I mean, do, do you find that generally, and this is a massive generalization, of course, that Africans do look in inwards for that solution, if that's even the right word, or do they look to that kind of outside, that outside source? I mean, what, just give me a flavor. Um, you know, Paul, it is it is really happening, and uh, I can tell you, I always believe people always look at what they are getting, not uh, what they are giving, you know. And most of the people, I think in Africa context, a lot of people have had that upbringing whereby you think about others before you think about yourself. That is the upbringing of all of us. Like you want to make sure everybody is safe. You want to make sure everybody is comfortable, but you really don't focus on yourself. And it really happens a lot because in the family setup, you will see visitors coming in our houses and we sometimes don't have enough, but we will strive to go out there and make the visitors feel comfortable. But in our houses, sometimes we are not comfortable. So we go the extra mile making them. And that really affects even our relationships and all those things. Because if you don't start by yourself, and personally, I've had that experience. I've had that 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 problem of first of all trying to uh, make people feel good before me, trying to forgive people, and I I'm not even forgiven myself, you know. So this is something that really happened to me, and I started feeling like no, it has to change. It has to change because if I don't start with myself, I will not be able. To, to, to have a healthy relationship. I will not be able to have that good relationship. So I know it happens a lot, Paul, but as I said, it is a matter of helping and training and empowering our people about what are the benefits of self-forgiveness? What are the benefits of self-building your self-esteem as a person? Because I know you attract who you are, you know? You attract who you are. So if you are not for, you've not forgiven yourself, you can't tell me you will forgive others in a good way because you will have issues. If you don't love yourself, how do you love others, you know? So one thing I've learned about these experiences, and I'm also empowering and training a lot of people in our communities and even in Africa, you know, like in global, like you have to start by building yourself, loving yourself, you know, building your self-esteem, understanding that you first come, you are important and you need to focus on yourself so that you can also focus to others because it's healthy. So that's my motto, Paul. Thank you. Mm, very inspiring. Very inspiring. You alluded to earlier on when you spoke about one of the young ladies, Collins, around 
um, you know, the fact that she was Muslim. I mean, as a religion, what's the predominant religion or influence within Africa? Religion, Paul, is powerful in Africa. Religion has really contributed to a lot of impact, both negative and positive, you know. Africans with religion, you cannot, it's not easy to uh, separate us with religion, you know. And uh, I think one of the things that really, really affect us, and I've seen it negatively, for example, like Leila, and also as a Christian, Leila is a Muslim, but there's also Christianity. You know? Religion controls a lot of things that we do, and it defines who we are as people, you know? A lot of people cannot make sober and informed decisions just because their religion says this or that. Even if it's not good, Paul, and I can tell you, I have been there, you know, until now you start to have self-awareness about what is this religion? What, what are these guys talking about? Hey, let me pause. And you see, religion in Africa, it is very hard for you to criticize, uh, especially the, the so-called uh, uh, the men of God, as they are called in Kenya, you know, it is very hard for you to criticize them. It is not a conversation that we can have like, hey, I have a different view. I have a different view about this. And I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying, I'm just saying it is part of whereby if we don't know the true uh, religion, you know, the, 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 the true religion that brings us out of bondage, out of fear, because one of the things that also contributes a lot to, to us as Africans sometimes, it's about religion of fear, you know, people, people deposited, deposit fear in us, you know, people deposit fear in us and it really makes you to feel like, what am I doing? You know, every time you are very conscious, every time when you do something, because we are humans and we will make a mistake. But when you make a mistake as a Christian, you feel like you have had uh, God, like God doesn't love you, like God, I'm just talking in the African context, like especially in Kenya and maybe Uganda, some of the states that I've visited. So I think religion is good, Paul, as we put it, but also we need to understand what type of religion are we following, you know? And uh, especially that depends with personality and personal opinion, because sometimes, you know, when you talk about religion, you can't say this is what, what I believe, you know, everybody has their own issues. But one thing I believe is as we continue to empower and talk about issues, I would love to learn about this religion that we're talking about, is it really benefiting humanity with love? And that is the most important thing I always look. If it is not focusing on love, Paul, I really don't want to be part of that religion. And at the same time, I'm not judging that religion. Yeah. Mm, that's a really powerful question. That's, yeah. There's a podcast, a podcast episode in that, Collins, what you just spoke about there. You know, is religion serving our love? Mm. or something yeah. of that ilk does religion serve our love in Africa yeah. hold yeah, that, that thought hold that thought listeners um, Collins I want to invite you in at this stage to share your contact details how people can reach out get to know more about you and the superb work that you do what's the best way to find out about you uh, 
I'm on all platforms. Uh, as I said, uh, I work in an organization called the Center for Adolescent and Young Changemakers, CEFA.YCM. When you Google that, you will find us, CEFA.YCM. Then um, in, on Facebook, I'm Collins Moradi, Collins Moradi, and uh, our Twitter, Collins underscore Moradi, and Instagram, Collins.Moradi, LinkedIn, Collins Moradi. So when you also Google Collins Moradi, you will find all uh, the links uh, there. And um, I'm happy to share with you the amazing work we are doing and inviting you guys also for partnership and also exchange of different ideas on how we can serve uh, the community, the world with love. Thank you so much, Paul. Mm. Um, I just want to come in at that point, listeners, and, and clarify the surname, um, sorry, the second name of Moradi and how that's spelled, because it's not spelled how, how it's pronounced. So it's M-U-R-E-I-T-H-I. So, okay, Collins, listen, my friend, I look forward to doing future uh, episodes with you. I look forward to you bringing guests on. You spoke around some amazing people. It's certainly been an eye-opener for me to um, to get a greater appreciation about this beautiful, beautiful country called Africa. And I certainly look forward to visiting you one day in the not-too-distant future. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Paul, for having me. And also, I'm really glad for giving us a platform to share what we are doing as Africans. And I, we don't take this for granted and keep the good work that you are doing. Thank you so much. And all that remains now, listeners, on that very, very positive note is for me to sign off the way I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?